0: Ayo! Hey, ah. Guess who's back? Back no. back again. Hey, hey. The recovery pod is back. Hey. <laughs> Tell a friend. So it's been a while since we've done this. You bored already? <laughs> Jeez.
1: Already bored. Let's talk
0: about complacency. Mm. Cause we have been slacking like a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. I have been like thinking about potting. I've been wanting to pot. I've been craving to pot. I've been like telling myself when I get home, I'm gonna pod. I don't know what it is. Like I'm just not potting, but it feels really good to uh, hit record and have this conversation right now. So complacency. How do you know it? How do you show it? How do you grow from it? Yeah, I'm done.
1: <laughs> I mean, this is your topic, so...
0: So I gotta start? But I'm complacent about talking about it. So, like, nah, like... I don't know, complacency is one of those, like, killers of recovery where... You know, like, you you kind of get going. Like, first of all, being in recovery, it's really easy to take the mindset that not using equals good enough, right? To where it's like, hey, as long as I'm not using... The rest of the things are secondary and you know i don't know if a lot of people think like that but i did early on and it was like well at least i'm not using right like oh yeah i'm not doing stuff at the house or not putting time into uh my relationship lately for me it's been more like you know i've been hearing a fellow addict speak often about the part of the step i tend to overlook <clears throat> where it's increasing the understanding or improving conscious contact with a higher power. And that's something I've been really complacent on where it's just like, hey, there's no fires to put out. So why why worry about strengthening this muscle? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. um, And it's like one of them things like I hadn't even noticed for a really long time until it kind of gets brought up enough times where I, I kind of pick that one up that day and I'm like, hey, yeah, where where am I at with that? Am I complacent with spirituality? And then I'm like, where else may I be complacent in my life? And, you know, these things may not be, like, detrimental to my recovery or my quality of life, but does that mean I need to wait for them to be that bad before I decide to address them? Complacency.
1: Neat.
0: <laughs> you don't have anything on this one. Oh, I okay. do. Hang on. Well, let yeah. me just let me just wait on you then. Do 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 <laughs> do do do. I have this do. Na- okay. okay.
1: Okay. 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 So, I always like to think of complacency. Like I like the metaphor of working out because it's universal. It's something everybody understands. Um you start working out right and you start seeing you know you stick with it you stick with it for several days weeks months years right and you start to really see results you start to really be like oh wow like i look good i feel good there's so many benefits to this wow and then one day you wake up and you say, you know what, or like you, you kind of get cocky a little bit and you say, you know what, this, this looks, I look good. You know, I don't need a workout today. I've, I've worked a lot on this, on my body and everything. And I don't need to do anything today. I can give myself a break or whatever. Mm -hmm. and then the next day you wake up and you tell yourself the same thing and all of a sudden months go by and you haven't worked out and you can see your body is, is starting to not look as good and so you just stop going to the gym for long periods of time and you're back to where you were so That kind of happened to me with working out. And it really made me be like, damn, dude, this is how this is so much like recovery. Like recovery is like a muscle you constantly have to keep working out. And what I learned that if you fall in love with the process, the result will matter Mm -hmm. because sometimes... Well, with a lot of things in life, we tend to just do them for a future point. You know, we're not present with them. We're we're thinking about, we set a goal and we think about this goal. And in the moment, we're just kind of like doing what we got to do. And just our mind isn't the, you know, uh, what does it call it? Addiction of getting somewhere. What was it? Oh,
0: destination addiction.
1: Yeah, so it becomes a destination addiction. Which is very dangerous because once you get to the destination, you think you can stop. You allow yourself to stop, but... This is something... Anything in life, really. Literally anything. If you just are present with anything you're doing, whatever. And I'm not saying don't set goals. They're bad. That's not what I said. Like, you can have goals, but be present with reaching your goal where it's it's like um, baseline. It's not like a, you, you bet your life on it. Like, oh, once I'm here, it's going to be fine. It's like, it's just a uh, um, reference point, you know? Mm. So kind of like, So for recovery, I learned that this has to become a habit. This cannot be like, oh, once I get to this point, I'll be okay. No, it has to be a constant habit of constantly intaking messages, receiving messages, a constant, like, uh, reflections, constant, constant inventories, constant, you know, uh, staying in touch with people, like, These are all, like, they are forever, right? But also, you don't have to think of it as forever. You can just think of it, like, you know, just for today. Just for today, it's going to be like this, you know? There's not any point you can reach where you're forever fine. Even if you're doing good, like, even on good days, you should still get to a point where you still want to do it because... It's just a habit. Same with working out. I don't work out anymore to gain, like, I mean, it it would be nice to, you know, gain muscle and get a bigger ass. But (laughs) I do it because I like to do it now. It feels good. Before I did it because I hated my body. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to get to a point where I didn't hate my body. (laughs) So (laughs) that was not a good place. And also, like, with work. Once I get this job, I'm going to be fine. But no, any job I'm at, anything I do, now I take it as a learning experience. Today, we had these issues and these issues, and I learned all these things from it. Where I'm going to go with it, what I'm going to do with it, fuck if I know. But it's cool that I know now, and that's all I know, right? And that's what. With- any job whatever title i have whatever salary i have like so that's the way i look at life now i'm done
0: that was really good i got thinking of a couple things one um i like how you talk about you know like get lost in the process like not the because like how rough is it for someone when you're not really looking at going to meetings or building these relationships doing the inventory working on yourself reading the books learning the things if you're not into that part and you're just focused on the result of feeling better you'll feel like you're never getting there Mm -hmm. you know what i mean it'll be like oh i just read a book why don't i feel better oh i just went to five meetings you know in a row and you know why am i not cured yet you know so if you're always worried about the end point and and not really falling in love with the process it's going to be this forever like ah like why can't i get there and um because if you fall in love with the process you're not going to be there either all the time you know just falling in love with the process doesn't make you just miraculously feel great all the time but you're no longer attached to, to the idea that you're going to get to this forever place mm-hmm. of you know, peace and contentment or happiness or whatever, you know, you're just going to fall in love with the process enough to where you can continue to use the process to like reassess where you're at and get back where you were going. Like, oh, I did these things when I was doing well in my recovery. I'm noticing a shift. I'm noticing complacency or I'm not feeling great, so I'm going to try these things. Oh hey, that exact formula didn't work. So, I'm also I also know of other things. I'm going to try them, you know, like there hasn't really been a part in my recovery where I was like, you know, strengthening my relationship with my higher power is my focal point. Like that was for me like I I don't ever want to make it seem like it was never important, but it wasn't at the top for me. And I don't even know if it's at the top now, but it's inching its way up. It's becoming more of a priority to me. Um, The other thing is, is like this paradox, because when you were talking about um, the complacency part, fuck, I hope I can remember it, where you're saying like, oh, we don't just work out, get to this place and stop, you know, because I remember a while back when we were, I knew that was going to happen. I don't know. She did something. She's. Climbing around up there, um we have a new cat, new baby, <laughs> um damn it,, ah, I'm not meant to say this, so I remember a while you can go ahead and get um, uh, I remember a while back where we were talking about like greed and how people, when they're externally seeking this point of okay, it's kind of a form of destination addiction to where it's like oh, once I make a million dollars, I'll be happy. They get there, they take a breath, and they think they're happy, but then it's like, now what? After a while. And it's like, we kind of do the opposite thing, where we we do the work, we get to a place of contentment, but we remind ourselves this isn't the place to forever stay. Otherwise, if we do that, we get complacent, which feels like, now what? Does that makes sense? Mm-hmm. So like, it's kind of cool that, you know, we're offered because if you're looking at the business world, I don't think they have people doing that. I, I, I don't know because I've never been in it, but like, I doubt they have people reminding each other like, hey, now you're going to get this feeling that, you know, this isn't enough and you're going to get these urges to achieve more and it's going to affect your self-worth and you're going to, you know, internalize that and tunnel vision on the next goal that's not going to make you happy at the end of the day like they're just all driven by that same kind of unconsciousness where they're like i gotta go here because it'll strengthen my self-image and make me more of a person and then i'll be happier and then i'll be at peace but then they just keep chasing the dragon you know whereas we you know kind of chase this a different dragon and we find those moments of peace but we remind each other like this ain't it you know what i mean like keep 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 going to the next and it's not with the same motive either to strengthen our identity or our sense of self or find this everlasting peace it's just to continue the work you know what i mean where there is no graduation there's no place where you get to and you're done like we're going to grow build backslide we're going to you know, need to focus on something else that was fine the whole time and now it's not. We're going to need to, even if we work on all the things and we get them all massively improved than they, you know, more than they were before we started getting clean, we're going to want more and that's okay. Like, we're we're not going to, but hopefully we remind ourselves that we don't need more to be okay with ourselves at the end of the day. I feel like I'm getting really like, far left field right now
1: no you're fine
0: so yeah the the complacency is like one of them paradoxes where it's like good to remind ourselves because like it's so delicate you have to you have to remind yourself to keep going keep working and keep trying to grow but also constantly backing that thought up with you're okay no matter what at the end of the day because we don't want that to attach to our self-worth to where we're like, if I don't get these things done, then I suck. If I don't conquer this next obstacle, then I'm a piece of shit or I'm unworthy. Or, because that's going to send people like us right back down, you know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, the thing about complacency, though, is that you can't. I mean, it's cool if you're able to um, see it, see yourself get complacent and catch yourself. But us addicts, a lot of the time, we all have that disease where we cannot always detect its own deception or our own deception. Um, I'm trying to repeat that fucking quote the speaker said at the meeting. It was so good, and I just can't word it the, the right way she did. So, point being is, um, we would need somebody to point our complacency out to us if we fail to. And That's very important. Because complacency can be really scary where if we don't notice and we start going that route and nobody can point it out to us, (laughs) there's no coming back from that, you know, and if you can, that's, that's awesome. But a lot of people can't. So, but yeah, man, I had something wanted to say I lost
0: it well you think about that while I back up on your love hate thing cause you know when it comes to like recovery you know I like that you pointed out like it's the difference between working on yourself cause you love yourself and working on yourself cause you hate yourself you know and that's kinda like that factor where it's like I'm working on myself because I don't accept myself the way I am and I need to get to a certain place to love myself Which we've talked about before, where it's like this conditional self love, where it's like, I'll only be okay when I get there, and then you get there. But if you really hadn't addressed your self love to begin with, or you're constantly analyzing yourself for reasons to not love yourself again, it's gonna be a trap. You know what I mean? Like, self love doesn't really come with conditions. And if it does, that's probably the part of your mind you need to work on to let go of those conditions to love yourself. You know, and then you work on yourself because you accept yourself first and love yourself first, and then continue to grow because you love yourself, so I wanna get better at my anger because I love myself and I wanna enjoy more of my happy self. i wanna work out because I love myself and I wanna live longer or live healthier. You know I wanna quit smoking because I love myself and wanna treat my body good like a temple, you know, and uh so. You know there's definitely a big difference in the way it's looked at and you know i i want to kind of take an empathy break too for people who just aren't there you know who don't maybe have the best self-esteem self-image or self-love and you know are listening to this like well i can't just wave a magic wand and make myself love myself you know because that's a hard obstacle to overcome when you're you know, coming from the depths of addiction, when you're so used to thinking certain ways and so much is ingrained in your head from your self-talk over the years or maybe the talk from like guardians and other people in your life who have just become the voice of your inner critic um, or just your current surroundings being so much in a slump that the hope isn't really smacking you in the face every day. You know, and that's very valid. Um, And hopefully, you know, for those people, they hear stories like this and can understand, you know, we've been in those dark places too. We've been hopeless too. We've been self-hating too. And um, not so much today. And hopefully, you know, gives them at least enough inspiration to start looking around because, you know, it's a seeking game. You know what I mean? Like, we we gotta just see what works for us
1: I finally got my two things back well the one thing and then one thing to add (laughs) so yes loving yourself is not just at the flip of a switch or a wave of a magic wand but I want to tell those people something that I would have needed to hear three years ago when I was starting this journey self-love is a process where you think about going up the steps, um, on the stairs, and I just want to say those of you who are here listening, or if you come to any podcast just to hear some answers or whatever, that's already a big step in the journey to self-love, um, so it's just really important to acknowledge that, and after that, if you keep doing what you're doing, like you will get there. Cause I just I just had to keep going. Um, and the second thing is, back to recovery and self improvement. It's important to know, or it's important to remember that nothing is permanent. In a good and a bad way? Well, there's no good and bad. But in any way imaginable. Nothing is permanent. Everything is temporary. Anything can be lost. So, if you do things, work on things, to get things, just... I want to exclude the material stuff from there, because... Well, I guess you work for the money, even money is not permanent because you can stack up, but that's got to go somewhere at some point. Um, Anything can be lost. So yes, there are some things that you gain that you can never lose, such as, you know, the magic thing about awakening is that once you awaken, even when you start, falling back asleep you will still be able to retain some of those images and remember them um but for the most part anything you work on you have to just maintain it everything has to be maintained in order to keep it because at any moment it can be gone so
0: I like it Man, I had something, then I saw that cat, and then I lost it because I started going off a little thought trail. Um, I feel like awakening is one of those things, like, you can, I I don't think you can lose it. You know, I don't think, I think once you're aware of something and you have that revelation, you're you're painfully aware of it, even if you go against it. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like, When you when you try to get when I tried to get sober in 2009 and I didn't have any awakenings, I didn't make any internal changes. I didn't have any type of spiritual healing. I didn't have any change of thought processes. I didn't have any change of perspectives. When I relapsed, it didn't feel as bad. I was just like, whoo, relief. You know what I mean? I didn't know better. You know, I didn't learn anything to know better. But I honestly feel like if I were to relapse in the future, which is totally possible, that I would know better. I would know there's another way. I would know I, I don't have to use to feel okay with myself or to be happy. I'm sure my thoughts would back it up with a million rationalizations and, you know, resentments like, oh huh, you know, fuck recovery. But at the end of the day, like, when, when that little angry voice quiets down, it's going to be in there like, bruh you know better than this, though, you know what I mean? And, you know, I'm sure we can lose the awareness of like, it being at the forefront, but I just don't feel like that goes away. And um, yeah, it's like if ain't nobody, nobody who's not trying to work on themselves would even make it this far into a podcast like this. And you know, it's like them people who are in a meeting, and they're full of defects or they're still using or, you know, something's going on to where we're like, ugh, like, why don't you just get it? You're here. You know what I mean? Like I don't know how many times I'm always backing it up first and foremost, like, they're at a meeting. You know what I mean? It, You know, I like when an old person who used to come to our meetings was like, hey, you showed up to your first meeting is the hardest thing someone can do, you know? And, And it's like, that's real because it is a scary thing to go face your disease and, and really hear things that will challenge it because it's not going to feel good. You're not going to leave that meeting and go use nonchalantly, you know, like, oh, it's all good because that stuff stakes. So, you know, if you're on, if you're on a path, you know, it's okay. I, uh, Yeah. <laughs> Enlightening closings.
1: <laughs> I don't have any more.
0: I'm gonna fucking edit it right before that last part because I was a dirt.
1: That was fine.
0: Hey, what's going down? Thanks for listening to the pod. If you want to check us out, we got a Facebook page, Facebook.com slash the recovery podcast. We got a Facebook group feel free to join. We got a TikTok page you can follow. We got some things on there. We got an Instagram. We're not really that active on, but you know what? If we got some engagement from you, might be on there a little more. So come check us out.